Welcome to Brand Growth Heroes, the podcast that explores how insurgent brands in consumer goods categories are driving transformational growth. Here our guests talk not only about their brand purpose or why, but also how where they play, who they employ, and how they work has driven their incredible success. All Together is a new initiative that offers pro bono mentoring, coaching, and business advice for companies affected by the COVID-19 crisis. Led by Serial CEO Jamie Mitchell, it offers CEO to CEO support and has brought together an exceptional panel of advisors, coaches and mentors, including the founders of Innocent Drinks, ex-CEOs of Flying Tiger and The White Stuff, and the current CEOs of Grays and Gaucho, to name but a few. Jamie himself brings a wealth of experience to Altogether, having led businesses such as Tom Dixon Lighting, Dalesford Organic Foods and Innocent Drinks in the UK. I spoke to Jamie last week to find out more about what Altogether offers and why he set it up. Jamie Mitchell, welcome to Brand Growth Heroes, and thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's an honour to be here. So, Jamie, you've recently set up Altogether, a service that's offering pro bono coaching, mentoring and business advice for companies affected by COVID-19. And you bring a wealth of experience across a number of sectors and famous brands, both in consumer goods and, and in restaurants. Can you tell us about how Altogether came about? Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean... Uh, one of the businesses I chair at the moment is a restaurant chain, Rare Restaurants. It has Gaucho. It's, uh, it's probably the most famous brand. And restaurants like uh, Travel got hit really early uh, sure. on in this uh, in this crisis. So we were uh, challenging ourselves and thinking about uh, the uh, upcoming crisis, probably ahead of the curve for many businesses. And uh, we went down and we went into shutdown earlier than most businesses too, as restaurants uh, as restaurants had to. So I think we were slightly ahead of the, the game on, on seeing the, the challenges of the problems and living it at first hand as a chair uh, and working with the CEO and the rest of the board. Um, I, I, I was quite aware how challenging and worrying a period this is going to be for other businesses. And because I'm part-time NED uh, and I was working from home and no commutes and a little bit more time on our hands. Mind you, this was before school lockdown sure. <laughs> happened. Um, I, I decided I'd just offer help to friends uh, who, who might need it. So VCs and private equity guys, but also uh, other friends who ran businesses. Uh, and in talking to other friends as I was, I realized there was this appetite uh, from people like me to help. Okay. And I've been a CEO of businesses for 15, 20 years. Uh, uh, and uh, I know how lonely it can be at the top of uh, a business at the best of times. Uh, and uh, I wanted to see whether we could provide a, 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 a coaching and mentoring service, a CEO to CEO service uh, for SMEs in need right now to, to help them through this crisis. So very quickly, you came up with your uh, your platform brand altogether and your panel of advisors. And I think you put all of that together over a weekend, no? Yes, I, I wrote a one pager on Thursday. A friend of mine I sent it to did a quick version of a website overnight and I suddenly realized, oh, I have to do this. Spent the weekend talking to uh, people I'd like to join join up on it. And uh, by the middle of that week, because I did take me a little bit of time to learn how to finish websites. And do that kind of stuff and, and and I mean just even putting it up I've never done that before sure hosting and all the rest of it so we were up we were up within uh, within six days from the, the initial concept uh, and uh, the initial post on LinkedIn suddenly brought in a lot of advisors so we're now up to over 30 advisors and uh, and we've started to, to help 
uh, so far there are 12 going through, but I've got I guess, 22 in my inbox I've got to get through after this. So you've got a pretty impressive panel of advisors and what sort of help are companies needing right now? Uh, well, everything. Um, uh, and, and I didn't want to get in the game of everything, uh, but they need legal support. They need HR thinking. They need finance support. What I really wanted to offer was CEO to CEO help or business owner to, to business owner support. All of our, all of our advisors are, are ex-CEOs and ex-founders. Um, and I wanted to offer that mentoring and coaching and, and sounding board that you can only really get from someone who gets it and who's been there and who's, who's done it. Maybe not been there and done this, although the vast majority of my advisors are, of course, working with their businesses in, uh, in whatever form as non-execs or investors through the crisis. But they've been CEOs, so they understand what it's like and they're, they're good at listening and, 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 and offering advice if it's needed. And I think it's that. When you're a CEO, you've got your lawyers telling you one thing, you've got your board offering you advice, your investors offering you advice, you've got the banks, you've got a lot of people giving you professional advice mm. and you've got to make the decision. So having someone to talk that through. Can you give us some examples for, for listeners out there who are thinking, oh, this sounds like, you know, maybe it's it's not for me, but but it is for everybody who, who needs help, isn't it? Oh, it really is. I mean, we've, we've got founders of uh, small, growing uh, consumer brands who are desperate for uh, more experienced advice. Mm -hmm. But we've also got some more experienced people who see the names on our list and go, well, it would be great to just be able to talk stuff through with with people like that uh, and and to bounce ideas across. So uh, it's it's a wide range of, of businesses who, who, are, who are asking for help right now. And what would be some typical examples of problems um, or challenges that CEOs would be coming to to you guys with? Well, I, I see a couple of different phases here. Um, there's there's the initial crisis management phase, which may and has done for many businesses lead to what I call hibernation. So mm -hmm. where you've ended up putting a lot of people and a lot of your business into hibernation by putting people into furlough and uh, and and really working out how do I minimise cash outflow out of my business. And I think. That was certainly the experience in restaurants and in retail, but even in consumer goods, if you're seeing anything like this, the sort of material drop in revenue that so many businesses are, um, you need to be doing that. Mm -hmm. um, and it's about conserving cash. And that's, that's a, 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 for some businesses, it's still going on today. Uh, for many businesses, they've got version one of that done and they're now locked down themselves as a business and hibernating. And then there's this interesting second phase. And a lot of the people applying to our service are actually applying for, with this as a, a question, how do I use this period of time to rethink my business? Sure. And to come out stronger and better. And I think that's really interesting because I think the world is going to be fundamentally different when we come out of this crisis, both in terms of when the lockdown is ended and we, but we still have social distancing constraints in place. And even after that, the world is going to be different. And if you're a business owner, you've got a chance now, hopefully, to think about how you might want to change your business, how you might want to adapt. So if you're a business owner and you're thinking about the future, um, presumably you need to be able to take a position on certain things that you think the future is going to hold. How does a business do that right now in a context like this? What can they be sure is going to hold true in the future? 
nothing. So, so if you, what advice? That's, that's would, the truth. Yeah, it is. So, what advice? How can a business deal with that? If I'm a CEO and I'm thinking, okay, I need to look at what the future is likely to hold for me. How am I going to plan those? I, scenarios? I learned. Yeah, I, I learned something really interesting from one of the uh, debt holders in in one of my businesses. So, uh, they they always start as debt holders with worst case scenario. Right. And I was a bit cynical about this because I'm a half glass full kind of guy, but that's where I've moved to. You need to plan for the worst. Okay. You need to figure out how bad could this be and can I survive it? Mm-hmm. And then be delighted when it's not that bad. Okay. Um, and be ready to be flexible to change your plans when it's not that bad. But you can't, normal business planning, you, you sort of take a... A, 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 a view of the future that's neither the best case nor the worst case. But in this world, you have to take a view of the future that's the worst case, and then you can improve and layer on top of that as things uh, hopefully are better than that. So the worst case, are you looking at then, and this is purely for, for myself to understand, You know, are you looking at, okay, how bad would things have to get before I would shut up shop? How What would it have to look like for me to want to keep going uh, yes, you, you you would be looking at uh, minimal revenues uh, coming in. I mean, most most of the businesses I've talked to essentially are not paying any invoices and uh, trying to reduce their cash outflows to an absolute minimum. So uh, you you get down to a month. You, this is all cash, by the way, now. The, no business is talking about profit and loss and balance, <laughs> balance sheets, right? We're just talking about cash. It's very okay. old-fashioned. What is my cash burn? How much have I got in the bank? What's my cash burn on a monthly basis? How long do I have to survive? And where could I get more cash if I need to? Okay. And that's, of course, where the government schemes come in uh, if you haven't got a, 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 an investor group ready to, to write some checks. So businesses have, have moved from a place where they're talking about uh, profit and loss and they're focusing on cash and they're looking at how to survive really on a on a week by week basis or day by day basis. What that's happened? certainly stage one, yeah. That's stage one. So then they get into stage two and they're looking at, looking at the future and they are planning for a very different world. What, they are. What anchors can they put down or what markers can they put down in terms of um, building some new scenarios? That's going to very de- depend very much on, e- on the industry you're in and the business you are. But uh, you can, as you say, build scenarios and you must start having a, 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 a new plan and budget, even if it's based on a, an assumed end date to the lockdown. Because the other aspect, you can't really think about the business you want to be unless you've got, you started to think about what you're going to look like when you come out of this. And by that, I mean how much debt you'll be in. Most businesses right now will be piling up debt, okay. whether it's because you're not paying your landlords their rent or because of the government, um, the ta- your taxes that you're not paying or because you're actually borrowing money. So most, most businesses will be coming out of this crisis in a place they're not used to with a pile of debt that needs to be paid down um, and uh, consumer confidence almost certainly at all time low uh, and, uh, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a really a really troubling time to 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 build your business again. So you've got to you've got to get the basics of what will I look like, and then how can I, I guess, optimize my my business and my products and my services coming out of that. And the next stage after that, then, what would phase three look like? 
I guess that is the, the the opening the doors again if you have been hibernating. When do you decide? So, for instance, uh, for, for restaurants and retail, it's literally opening doors again. How mm-hmm. do you decide to open them? Are you phasing it? Are you doing it in one go, every shop, every every site? But even for other businesses, uh, you've got to start. So if you're uh, a, a product business of some sort and you've slowed down, you're manufacturing, you're not buying stock, you're going to have to restock ahead of bump in sales that will be coming. When do you make that decision? You know, some businesses have three month lead times on stock. So um, you're going to have to, you're going to have to make those decisions in time for when sales do start to come back again to make the most of it. Sure. And I mean, you know, the amount of wrangling people and certainly in the food industry are having to do with their supply chains mm-hmm. where factories are closing down or shipping is disturbed and they're trying to find new suppliers uh, it really is uh, wrestling of of a huge nature, isn't it? But these are some of the areas where I think businesses are using this as an opportunity to rethink. You might be having to look for new suppliers now because of this uh, issue. Sure. But you may have been sitting on a to-do for a long time saying, I need to rethink my supplier base. Mm-hmm. You know, you may have had a, a sort of, I think I should have fewer suppliers or I need to have more suppliers. Or I, you, you may have had this question hanging around. Well, now's your time. Yeah. Figure it out. Go and build the, the the new the new the new engine for your business. So, talk to us about if a company you know comes across um, altogether and they really would like some help. How do they apply for some help, and how do you match them with the right coach or mentor? So, uh, it's a simple form on the website. All of our advisors, or, or, or at least the current list of advisors, I, I updated about once a week, uh, is listed. So you get a sense of the people that you might be talking to. You can't choose your advisor, um, uh, but I personally am doing the matching for now. Um, uh, that, that is my commitment to make sure, because I know most of the advisors and uh, I, I'm using that knowledge uh, to, to make sure I'm pairing the the right advisor with the right business. That might not be possible if this continues to grow as fast as it is at the moment, but right now that that's something I need to do. Um, I don't want there to be a barrier for businesses um, uh, wanting help, um, being I don't know who the person who's going to help me is. Sure. Um, so, but it obviously it is a barrier. Uh, but that's my commitment: is I'm I'm personally choosing choosing the right people, and and if it doesn't work on the first call, then you know just get back in touch, and we'll give you another advisor. But these guys are, I've got a lot of I've got more advisors than I've got businesses at the moment, so uh, um, we can be flexible. So, how many how many sessions or calls would it, would a company get help with? Well, I'm saying uh, five hours at the moment, but that's only because I, you know, essentially we're a, a new service in beta, right? I don't know what the need is, and I don't know uh, um, how this is progressing. I've only got one business that's at the end of its first five hours, and they are going to end it at that point. But I think the advisor and the business are staying sort of informally in touch, and there's an open door to to come back in the future. Sure. But I wanted to put a limit on it so that uh, um, I know some of my advisors are so busy. They're, they're non-execs of multiple businesses and really uh, have have kindly given us two to four hours a week of their time. Um, and I didn't want to overload uh, everybody too quickly. So what would your call out be to businesses out there today then who are listening to this and thinking, OK, should I look into this? Should I try and get some help? Uh, uh, get some help. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, uh, if you feel you have all the answers and you know what you're doing, that's great. Uh, if you would like someone to just bounce those ideas off and test them, someone who's 
got the experience of of running businesses like yours uh, and and who is uh, willing to sit there and, and listen and help you think through it then get in touch because that's what we're all we're all trying to offer up here just a little bit of moral moral support and, and coaching advice and they can find you on altogether.company or on LinkedIn uh everywhere but let's altogether.company is the best place to go altogether.company okay super and it's just a simple form to fill out and any type of business can apply yeah we're targeting uh targeting businesses with revenues of five to a hundred million i've said on the site that if you're smaller than five million you're welcome to apply i just can't guarantee uh, an advisor immediately because uh um, I wanted to make sure when we were small, we were having as much impact as possible. And so we went for sort of medium sized small businesses, if that makes sense. That makes that makes sense. Okay. Um, but don't don't be shy of asking if you're smaller than that. Just I can't promise at the moment. Okay. Listen, thank you so much, Jamie, for dialing in today to talk to us and to tell us about all together. We wish you the very best of luck with this wonderful initiative. And I'm sure that you and the panel will be really, really helpful to those companies who are looking for support and help. That's CEO to CEO support and help as you talk about it. So thank you so much. And maybe we'll talk to you again in a couple of months and you can tell us how you're getting on. Thank you. And, and thank you for, for taking the time to, to talk to us about our initiative. You're very welcome.